0: Now, for our second message, it'll be brought to us by Mr. Mar- Bartimus Grayson. is entitled Good News. Good afternoon, everyone. As we know, this past week has been bad for many now there in Texas due to the uh, destructive forces of the hurricane and more than likely there uh, the hurricane season is is not over so it's been bad news for those you know directly affected and bad news as we watch it and see it take place on, on on television you know there's been a great loss of property and uh, especially a great loss of life I think about 30 people I don't know don't remember the exact number and that recovery is going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of endurance and struggle. But in the meantime, they, like many of us must do in times of trial and, and adversity, we have to hold on to hope and to do that with patience and endurance. I've never been through a hurricane, but I'm here in Oklahoma, you know, uh, the weather, it, it, by comparison, it, is, is not, it's not like that that great of a storm but it's not good news when you know that there's something that's going to come and it might be a troublesome event but we all happen upon bad news every once in a while sometimes we have bad news but what is the good news what is there anything is there any good news uh, that we know of today, that we might hear on, on television or on the radio, or reading the papers, or even among our friends, that we talk about the good news that is coming. Maybe if you ask the one who had who won, you know, the seven hundred million dollars, what good news is, might be able we might be able to know that. But we know there's also bad news, and it says that we are to rise above it. In my own words: we are to rise above it. So today we're going to look to see how we can we can do that in the book of Matthew chapter 3 and in verse uh, 1 through 12 it says that I didn't put down the scriptures by the way that's left for you to do if you want to put those down or in Matthew chapter 3 verse 1 in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is ...is at hand. This uh, uh, word repent is metanoio. Which means to change the mind. Or to change the attitude in order to change one's behavior. Verse 3. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah. Saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare you the way of the Lord... Make his paths straight. So prepare you the way of the Lord. Get your life in the right attitude. And have a right relationship with God. And to be ready to receive the coming of the Lord. And the kingdom of heaven. That's what John was preaching. So verses 5 through 6. We see where a lot of people went out to hear uh, John the Baptist. They weren't really going to see uh, uh, to be converted. They just wanted to see what the message was all about. And see if it was appropriate to their their way of of thinking. But many people went out to see him from Jerusalem. And from all Judea and the region around Jordan. And some were baptized confessing their sins. Now verse 7. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. That had come to his baptism. He said unto them. O generation of vipers. Who has warned you. From the wrath to come. You know. in Times of danger. Or things that are coming upon us. You know. There's uh, usually a warning. And. These were being warned. From the wrath that was to come. So verse 8. Bring forth therefore fruits. Meet for repentance. To. To produce fruit of the spiritual kind. And you can find those over in Galatians chapter 5. And think not to say within yourselves. We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children. Unto Abraham. But G- uh, John had to rebuke them for their belief in trusting. That just because they had uh, a physical descent. That wasn't uh, the way to salvation. Verse 10, that too. But, but now also the axe is laid into the root of the trees, therefore every tree which brings forth, which brings not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. So we see right here in the scripture that if we aren't producing good fruit, then it is hewn down and could possibly be cast into the fire. He said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that comes after me is mightier than I whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit and with fire. So the Holy Spirit is what is going to empower us to remember what the hope is that is in each and every one of us and how to have endurance and how to have patience and how to uh, get along through uh, the things the bad news of this world and to do it in a godly way verse 12 whose fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat his wheat into the garner but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire then in Matthew 4:17, I inserted this a little while ago we read where Jesus said and this was after jesus's baptism where he began also to preach and say the same as john the baptist saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand that it is near it is near now these messages we know were spoken almost two thousand years ago so how near is near this kingdom that is to come was promised in many places throughout the bible and we know that it is one of good news. And it is a place longed for by today's pained and troubled world. And sometimes in our, in our life when we have bad news. It is that time that we hope will come soon to rescue us from the things that go wrong in this world. In the book of Isaiah chapter 35. Verses 1. Verse 1. The wilderness... And the solitary place shall be glad for them. We're looking at some good news that is to come. And the desert shall rejoice and blossom as a rose. You kind of have to picture how this this wilderness, this desert. Begins to change its nature. Begins to grow things. Begins to be a refreshing oasis. And spreading from there. It shall blossom. Verse 2. It shall blossom abundantly. And rejoice even with joy and singing the glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it the excellency of Carmel and Sharon they shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God so strengthen you the hands the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees you know when you face bad news or some kind of danger you know uh, you begin to feel it in your bones and you begin to feel it in, in, in your body your knees grow weak. Your hands are weak. And we are to strengthen those. By looking to the good news that is to come. Which you know when when bad news does come. It, it is pretty hard to really focus on, on that. On what's ahead. Verse 4. Say to them that are of a fearful heart. Be strong. Fear not. Behold your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the sh- then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb, dumb sing, for in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert. And the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons where each lay shall be grass and reeds and rushes. And a highway shall be there. And a way and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. But it shall be for those the wayfaring men though fools shall not err therein. No lion shall be there nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon shall not be found there but the redeemed shall walk there and the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads and they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away so we see that there is good news beyond the bad news that we hear about today the apostle Paul said over in Romans 8 18 he said I consider That our present sufferings. Are not worth comparing. With the glory that shall be revealed in us. Though we may. You know fall into suffering. We must rise. Our head above the flood. So to speak. And. Like I said it's hard to do. Because we've all experienced conditions. In which you know. We don't know if we're going to be able to. uh, Poke our heads out of the flood. But that's the key. Looking. To hope that is through Jesus Christ. And the world that is to come. So we see that the requirement here. Is bearing fruit. And it is repentance. And it is baptism. And it is the receiving of the Holy Spirit. And also then being prepared in that way. And in the right attitude. In John chapter 14. Verses 1 through 4. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be, be troubled. That's what happens to us when when we hear or see bad news. You believe in God, believe also in me. Trust in God, believe in Jesus Christ, and He, he will He will set our heart at ease. In my Father's house are many mansions. Now, these mansions are aren't really, you know, the big mansion that you might picture. Uh, off in the wilderness somewhere, or off in some, some uh, estate, countryside, is not speaking of that kind of mansion. But if it were not so, I would have told you, and I go to prepare a place for you. So, in the Father's house, there are many rooms, and uh, in the century one, those rooms uh, were built around a garden square. And it was made up of a household of of family members. So this is what we're looking at here. As far as this mansion and this father's house are concerned. And he said to us. And if I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again. And receive you unto myself. That where I am there you may be also. Though he's speaking to the disciples. You know if we take the. Uh, the pronoun you as a personal reference to us these words are meant for us today so this is a reminder of the good news that is ahead and it goes beyond the present bad news that we see in in this age of of unrest and other matters that cause suffering but how near is the kingdom of heaven you know we cannot give any dates because we don't know and what we do know Are the signs that proceed the coming of the kingdom of God. As we see in Matthew chapter 24 verses 3 through 9. We read about false uh, messiahs or saviors. We read read about uh, religious deception that is to come. uh, And about the wars and the rumors of wars. And the famines and the pestilences. And the earthquakes. The persecution and the martyrdom that is to come. The lawlessness and the iniquity. And these offenses which can take many, many forms and the lack of love that is uh, to come. In verse 14 of chapter uh, 24, there's a more telling clue as to how near when to, uh, to expect the kingdom. It says in verse 14, and this gospel, this good news of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then, which means at that time, at that time shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Same thing is said over in Luke uh, chapter 21, which also says, And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know the desolation thereof is not. So the armies that are going to surround Jerusalem are going to be many, and it's going to draw attention, and it's going to be a sign that you know the end of the age is near. So Jerusalem will become the hot spot with armies that will be there to wage war. Now it also, as I read earlier, this gospel of the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom, shall be preached in all the world. We don't exactly know how and to what extent. That gospel will be preached. And that's yet to be known. But what we do know is that at that time. There will be two witnesses. With a powerful testimony. To give the world. To give the word. From almighty God. We know that it's not going to be. To convert the world. But to be as a witness. A warning. To confirm the prophecy. And what is to come. That concerns the coming kingdom. Jesus as the Lamb of God and coming again to set up the kingdom of heaven. And therefore people must take heed and repent. Revelation chapter 11 it says. Verse 3 to 14. And I will give power unto my two witnesses. And they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and days clothed in sackcloth that's uh, three and a half years it's a number like that you see in in the book of Daniel concerning uh, the 42 months verse 4 these are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth and you can uh, read over in Zechariah chapter 4 verses 2 through 6 and if any man in verse 5 will hurt them fire proceeds out of their mouth and devours their enemies and if any man will hurt them he must in this manner be killed these have power these two witnesses these have power to shut heaven that it rain not in the days of their prophecy and have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will and when they shall have finished their testimony that is uh, their witness the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them so we see that this beast that ascends is going to be uh, empowered by satan and their dead bodies shall the two witnesses and their uh, and their dead bodies shall lie in the street of that great of the great city. Which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt. Where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies. Shall see or shall gaze upon their dead bodies. And you know we know that uh, the only way that we can see, see this. I don't know if uh, we go personally to look at these dead bodies or people go to look personally at these dead bodies but we know that you know through satellite and and through through a cable tv uh, in the different countries with the different languages with the different t- tongues they will be able to view right there on the big screen uh, these these two bodies and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them glad that they're out of the way happy that they Are out of the way. And they will make merry. And shall send gifts. One to another. Bottles of wine. Bottles of champagne. Whatever it might be. Because these two prophets. Tormented them that dwelt on the earth. And after three days. They're still there. People watching them. Where they lie. Where they've been killed. And after three days and a half. The spirit of life from God. Entered into them. And they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. So, in one, one way, it was happy news for some to see the two witnesses put out of the way, and for some it might mean bad news. Well, here's the, the two servants, the two witnesses of God, and, and, and they're done away. But great fear fell upon them when they saw life being returned. To these individuals after three days. Three and a half days. And they heard. Got a picture of this. And they are. See if you can hear this in your mind. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them. These two witnesses. Come up here. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud. And their enemies beheld them. And the same hour. There was a great earthquake. Not just an earthquake but. A great earthquake, and the tenth party uh, part of the city fell, and in the earthquake were slain of, of men seven thousand, and the remnant were affrighted and gave glory uh, to the God of heaven. Back over into the book of Matthew, chapter twenty-four verse uh, 29 it says that immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of heaven shall be uh, shaken I have this part titled as the path of totality you know that's the the phrase that was used you know when the uh, there was the uh, solar eclipse Uh, my son Brian and I drove up north of Lawrence to uh, see that to go to the path of totality where uh, you know absolute darkness fell and it was very amazing uh, when you think about the whole super super event that was taking place uh, we thought we would probably stay kind of on the edge of the path of totality but we wanted to be right in the middle I've never been very far from, I've only been to Lawrence one time in my life, but uh, we've decided little, little, you know, in little steps that, well, we can stop here, no, let's go on a little further, Uh, we'll stop here, no, we'll go on a little further, so we finally made it to uh, right there in the middle, and um, you know, there was clouds up there in the sky, and uh, and, uh, we didn't need those glasses, because the, the the clouds kind of filtered out the brightness uh, of, the, of the of the Sun and we looked up and there was the the moon passing in front of the Sun and the things that they talked about the uh, the uh, the solar flares that would shoot out from around the ridges of the moon and, and the diamond flash it was amazing but the I guess the amazing thing was when it went dark they said that uh, we had heard that uh, animals do peculiar things during the solar eclipse. And one thing I remember was this one commentator saying that uh, armadillos were known to jump up in the air, straight up in the air without any reason. But I did notice, and we both noticed, and there were a lot of people there that applauded and cheered when uh, total darkness was, uh, was achieved. Uh, it, during the day, you could hear the locusts, but they stopped. And then the Katie did begin to sound. And so that was one thing that I noticed. And they thought it was time to uh, make noise during the night. But it was, when you think about the darkness. Uh, when you, the sun shall be darkened. Uh, sometimes we picture that. Well, you know, maybe there's another planet that's going to move in front of the sun. Or maybe it's the darkness of the clouds and the gloominess of that day that's going to block out the sunlight. But the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven. Powers of heaven shall be shaken. Thunderous lightning. Things of like that here in the path of totality. Now and and then. And then shall appear the son of man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they. When they shall see the son of man coming. In the clouds of heaven. With power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds. From one end of heaven to the other. So you know it is our hope that we are among those that are gathered. We know in a few weeks is a feast of trumpets. And we know what it portends. It's it's, uh, good news to come. Verse 32. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise, when ye uh, shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Truly I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven but my father only verse 37 one of the most telling signs here too is but as the days of Noah were so shall also the coming of the son of man be for as in the days that were before the flood they were eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and they knew not until the flood come and took them all away so shall also The coming of the son of man be. So we are to be prepared. We are to uh, be in the right attitude. We are to change our attitude. If it's faltering. And make straight uh, paths. Make straight the ways. Of the Lord. Because the time is near. And it is uh, even nearer. Than when we first thought. Go down. Drop down to verse 43. But know this. That if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come. He would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be you also ready. For in such an hour as you think not the son of man come. Who then is a faithful servant and wise servant. Whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give them food in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord when he comes shall find so doing. Truly, I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. We know that the Thessalonians, they, that church, lived in expectation of the return of Christ. They knew there would first come a falling away, as the apostle Paul told them, uh, falling away from you know the faith, from faith in God and Christ, that there would be an apostasy. They knew. There would also come the son of perdition. The man of sin. The antichrist. Aiming to rule the world. Who will come and sit in. What will probably be the rebuilt temple. Of God. And that he will sit there as God. And so. They reminded. To not be soon shaken. In mind. Or troubled about this. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Let me finish reading. Uh, the previous book I was in. We left off on verse 47. Let's go to verse 48 first. But and if that evil servant. Shall say in his heart. My Lord delays his coming. You know when as things go on. Sometimes you think well all this stuff is not going to happen. And he shall begin to smite his fellow servants. And to eat and drink with the drunken. And he falls in line with the way of the world. And he begins to smite his fellow servants in different ways. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looks not for him. And in an hour that he is not aware of. And shall cut him asunder. And appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now let's go to uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. says uh, in verse 1 but of the times and the seasons brethren you have no need that I write you for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night for when they shall say peace and safety then sudden destruction comes upon them as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape but you brethren are not in darkness that the day should overtake you as a thief You are all the children of light. And the children of the day. We are not of the night. Nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as do others. But let us watch. And be sober. We know that the gospel word. Means good news. And we know that the world is in need. Of good news. But we see that bad news often prevails. And we see the reasons. For it. In Deuteronomy chapter 28. We see, you know, the blessing and cursing chapter. I'm not going to read that, but I just want to read the uh, first few verses, uh, beginning verse one, because it shall come to pass if you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, your God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, that the Lord, your God, will set you on high above all nations of the earth. And all the blessings and all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you. If you shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the field. You know it, it's, we don't have that safety uh, in the city like we should or safety in the countryside. And uh, we don't have the prosperity and the producti- productivity at work within these places. But verse 4. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. And the fruit of your ground. And the fruit of your cattle. And the increase of your kind. And the flocks of your sheep. So we see that there are blessings of health. And strength. In every way. Verse 5. Blessed be your basket and your store. You know nothing will, will run out. It will be there. It won't ruin. Uh, verse 6. Blessed shall you be when you come in. And blessed shall you be when you go out. You know, the, uh, we all have internal, we all have external worries and concerns. These things won't trouble you. There will be peace of mind. And verse 7, the Lord shall cause your enemies that rise up against you to be smitten before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you in uh, seven ways. Verse 8, the Lord shall command blessing upon you in your storehouses and in, in all that you Set your hand to do. And he shall bless you in the land. Which the Lord your God gives you. And the Lord shall establish you. As a holy people. Unto himself. As he has sworn unto you. If. If you shall keep the commandments. Of the Lord your God. And walk in his ways. The rest of it. Verses 15. 68. 368 you can see where the, the consequences of disobedience are revealed. In the form of bad news if, you, if, if one disobeys. Someday you will receive a crown of glory. You will be kings and priests on the earth. You will inherit eternal life and experience awesome things in that time to come. So that coming kingdom of heaven draws nearer. With each passing day. Revelation chapter 2. And in verse 27. Verse through 28. We know from the book here. The book of Revelation. That we are told. He that overcometh. And keeps my works unto the end. To him will I give power. Over the nations. And he shall rule them. With a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter. Shall they be broken to shivers. Even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. The morning star is, is like the brightest a star in the sky. That you, that you might see at the start of day. Which is uh, like a reference to Jesus. To Christ. His eternal presence. And, and the light of which you know, we shall all be uh, joined to. Revelation chapter 3 it says. Behold I come quickly. Hold that fast which you have. That no man take your crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar. In the temple of my God. And he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God. And the name of the city of my God. Which is new Jerusalem. Which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Revelation chapter 19 verse 11 and I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he does judge and make war his eyes were as a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns and he had a name written that no man knew but, of, but himself but he himself and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goes uh, a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now in Titus we see in chapter 2 how to rise above the bad news. In addition to all the other scriptures that I've read thus far. Verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared, has appeared to all men. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly. Righteously and godly. In this present world. Looking for in verse 13. Looking for that blessed. Hope and the glorious appearing. Of the great God and our savior. Jesus Christ. So that is what will keep. You know our heads above the water. Above the flood above the bad news. Is looking for that blessed hope. The glorious appearing. Of the the great God. And our savior Jesus Christ. Who gave himself. Verse 14. For us. That he might redeem us. From all iniquity. And purify unto himself. A peculiar people. Zealous of good works. So. We need to be found. In the right. Frame of mind. With a hopeful. And a righteous attitude. That we must not grieve. The Holy Spirit. By doing contrary. To Christ. Word and his example. But to be zealous of good works. And to repent. You know sometimes we, we do sin. We do need to repent. And we, need, we do need to change. For the kingdom of heaven is at Christ. And that's what Christ said. And that's the good news. The coming kingdom of God. So no matter what troubles us. Now or what may come. The kingdom of heaven draws near. Closer than when we first believed. Finally in Mark chapter 1 verse uh, 14. Now after that John was put into prison. Jesus came into Galilee. Preaching the gospel. You know gospel means good news. The good news of the kingdom of God. And saying. The time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent you and believe the gospel. Believe the good news. That is, that is our hope. So let the good news of that belief. Be like a light to others. In whatever way we can. In spite of whatever bad news we may be facing. Praying for one another. Reinforcement.